Hey, you're listening to That Witchy Stuff, and I'm your host, Celeste. So, hey witches, I'm back. It's been a couple of weeks, I think, since the last episode, but I told you guys that I was struggling um, quite a lot, uh, but I am feeling a little better now. Um, some of the situations have eased up. Um, mostly, I guess I have uh, just, I guess I've just gotten to a better place with everything. Um, uh, the stuff that my, my kid is going through is, is really difficult, um, for them, I mean, uh, and being their mom, you know, is really difficult for me to see my kids struggle. Uh, but they are talking to me again, (laughs) so that's definitely good. Um, and I think they're, I think they're going to be okay. Um, it just, you know, it's like, it's just hard to watch your, anyone that you love struggle. You want to help them. You want to rescue them. And there's just certain things that they have to do on their own. Um, and then some of the other stuff, you know, that, that I talked about, um, you know, like, uh, the guy that I've been seeing, things are still good with him. Um, but you know, I can't, I I don't have any control over where the relationship will go. Um, so I am going to just enjoy the ride and see where it goes, you know, I mean, and it's a very, very pleasant ride. So, um, I don't want to ruin it by getting all up in my head and stuff. Um, and then, you know, some of the other stuff, like the loss and the grief, all that, you know, I just had to remember that it's in the past, um, change or loss, you know, loss is difficult, whether you initiate it or whether it happens to you. Um, and it has to happen there throughout all of our lives. There has to be loss, uh, because that is what opens the way for new things to come in um so yeah uh I um I am in a better place with it all now though um I think what was really the hardest part about what I was dealing with you know what I was going through was um a lack of control you know all the things that were really really weighing on me were about um things that I didn't have any control over. And the last couple of weeks, I have spent a lot of time, you know, considering that aspect of everything and figuring out what part of everything I do have control over, you know, what steps can I take next or what should I do or not do or whatever. Um, And then what do I not have control over? Um, And the things that I don't have control over, you know, I just have to let those go. That's really all there is to it. I can't control it. (laughs) And not being in control of things is, is scary for me. You know, I'm not like a control freak by any means. There are a lot of things that I, you know, actively choose not to have control over, you know, that I choose not to control. 
um, because they just, you know, they don't matter or it's just not a battle I want to fight or whatever. Um, but when there are a lot of things coming at me that, uh, I can't control and I don't like them, then I start to get really, um, stressed out, (laughs) I guess, to put it lightly. And I, uh, was thinking about all of that and, um, you know, I think that maybe, I think it may be that the lack of control thing is one of the reasons that I had such a hard time getting ready to do this episode about, um, air because I don't feel like the air element, um, is very controllable. You know, it's very capricious. Um, and for me, I think that uh, at this stage in my life, maybe um, working with something that doesn't really, um, I don't feel very confident that it's going to do what I want. Um, Maybe that is a little bit too much for me right now. Um, But it is good, though, that I, I realized that that could be what was holding me back about this episode. Um, oh, also, I should, a couple of things um, to mention before we get going into the, you know, uh, into the rest of the episode. One, uh, I'm being very lazy, and um, normally I record on my laptop, and I've got my headset on, and all that stuff, um, but I'm being super lazy and just recording on my phone in my bedroom. Uh, I don't even have like my earbuds. They're down in the studio and I just don't, I didn't want to go down there. But in my defense, it is 1134 PM on a Saturday. Um, (laughs) So, you know, uh, yeah, so it may sound funny, um, but you know, we're just doing the best that we can right now. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to be as perfect as we're able to in that moment. So that's what I'm telling myself anyway. So it may sound funny. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention, I actually, over the last couple of weeks, I've had several people reach out, um, wanting more, you know, direct help, um, mentoring, things like that. And guys, I love you all, but I just, I don't, I don't have it in me. I really, really, really want to, you know, like I enjoy helping people and teaching and, and all this kind of stuff, but I just don't have any more space. Um, I really don't have a few friendships, uh, like that I, talk to people, you know, friends that I talk to very regularly. Um, and then, you know, I've got my kids and I've got this guy I'm seeing and, and then I've got work, which is always a lot of hours. And I, you know, do this jewelry stuff on the side too. So yeah, I am just completely maxed out, you know? Um, but 
that being said, we do have resources where we can all work together about this kind of stuff. Um, uh, you know, so we have the, I mean, there's Twitter, but, um, I'm really not ever on there. Um, and I don't feel like I have any sort of like community, um, that we can, that we can use on Twitter. But on Facebook, we have the Facebook group, um, is the same name as the podcast, that witchy stuff. And my hope is that as our membership grows, um, if someone has a question about whether it's something very specific like, um, what does the air element represent? <laughs> you know, um, something like that. Or if it's something more general, like I'm new to witchcraft and I don't really know how to get started. You know, we have this opportunity to provide um, information and support to each other. Uh, it is helpful if you can ask like, you know, kind of a, um, not necessarily a specific question, but, but give us something to go on, you know? Um, and then, uh, hopefully people in the group will, um, respond and will offer their insight. Some of the people that are in the group, um, I don't think that they necessarily listen to the podcast. Um, I mean, I'm saying it as if there's like hundreds of people in there. There's only like 15 of us right now, <laughs> um, which is really awesome, but it's also really not uh, a very large community. Um, so, uh, so I'm saying this somewhat theoretically. If we uh, build a community um, in this Facebook group, we will be able to help each other. And sometimes, you know, well, I mean, I'm sure that you guys are familiar with how Facebook groups work. A lot of times you'll see something posted, a question or a topic or something that you find to be helpful to yourself. So the more people who post, the more people who um, use the group as it's intended and put the information out there, ask the questions, things like that, uh, the more um, we will all help each other. Like it, it becomes like symbiotic. Is that the right word? It doesn't matter. Um, so you're helping others, but others are helping you just sort of, um, organically and naturally. Anyway, that's enough about that. Find us on Facebook, that witchy stuff. Um, and then, uh, maybe at some point when there are more members, we can talk about like setting up like actual mentorships, um, or mentors and mentees or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, I think for right now, we may just need to keep it a little bit more, you know, informal. Ask your questions on the group and and we'll see what we get. 
so anyway, let's see what else. Um, I'm still, uh, I still have, um, a lot of things that I'm struggling with, you know, mental health isn't necessarily a, an on and off situation. You know, a lot of times, at least for me, I don't, I don't know about for other people, but for me, you know, like the depression will steadily get worse and worse <clears throat> until I get to the point where I'm like, oh my God, I'm like actually really struggling right now, you know? Um, and then it'll gradually ease up. It's sort of like, um, it's sort of like being, you know, like a big anaconda or something has me wrapped up. Like, maybe I can see the anaconda coming. <laughs> maybe, you know, like, I'm telling the anaconda, please don't, please don't eat me. But when I'm not able to control it, then, you know, the next thing I know, like, I'm being squeezed by it. Um, So now... Sorry. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, I should probably edit that out, but to be honest, I, don't, I really don't know how to do it. And I'm a computer programmer, and I should figure this stuff out. But, uh, oh, well. Everybody yawns. I mean, at least I didn't fart, right? Um, so, anyway... Uh, the anaconda has loosened its grip, but it's not gone. So I'm still, I'm trying to be very mindful of, um, my mental state and my bandwidth and how far I'm stretching myself. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm saying that because, I probably have a lot of messages I've ignored or, um, things that I'm supposed to do and have not. And it's not because I don't care about you. It's just because I, I'm just doing my best. So, uh, all of that, um, 15 whole minutes of that is, uh, that's enough of that. So let's talk about the air element. Um, I wonder if I can slide between, yes, I think I can. Okay. I made some notes also on my phone. The air element uh, is often about um, communication, um, intelligence, uh, movement, um, thoughts. Not just intelligence, but like the the process of thinking, you know. Um, It's also the element that uh, some people say it connects all the elements. So, you know, I mean, um, water comes from air. Like, if you think about, like, evaporation and condensation and all that stuff, water comes from air. Uh, fire will not burn without oxygen. Um, and then the earth, the aspect of the earth that's fertile and, and growing and all that stuff plants won't grow without, um, without carbon dioxide and they produce oxygen. Um, which I guess is, well, I'm not going to get too scientific. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) They make air and that's good enough for us. Um, but you know, 
there, uh, there's a little bit, um, to me, air is also, you know, it has an aspect of invisibility. So if I wanted to do a spell that, um, I mean, obviously I can't make a spell to be invisible, but if I wanted the magical working of it to be less visible to people, you know, to be less obvious, air could be, um, could be used for that. You know, I mean, uh, obviously it's not necessarily something that is a very, um, dominant aspect of it, but I mean, you can't see air, so you could use that aspect of the element. Um, uh, what else? Oh, uh, it, air also has a feeling of freedom associated with it. You know, like, do you ever stand outside somewhere and, um, the wind blows towards you, like, uh, right into your face, but, um, and you get sort of that full body blowing away, things are blowing off of you, you know, negativity is blowing away from you, um, things like that. So that, um, feeling is, uh, it's like a, a, a spiritual freedom. All I can think right now is the part in Titanic where they're at the prow, I think, or whatever, of the ship. And, you know, he's like king of the world and all that stuff. But it is, you know, I think everybody can relate to that feeling of the wind coming at you like that and blowing your hair back and, you know, it's blowing your clothes back. And it feels free. It actually, I mean, it's an amazing feeling. Um, but you know, if you think about like, if that wind was stronger, um, it could be very destructive, right? It could be very powerful. So even though air has an aspect of, um, of invisibility and freedom and lightness, it definitely has an aspect that you can use, um, for a very powerful energy. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously there's like tornadoes and stuff like that, but if you just think about like how, um, like, uh, in a desert, the sand is moving all the time. Like it, it actually moves like a crazy distance. Um, these dunes and things like that. And it's all because air is moving each little grain of sand. Um, and, and in that kind of, uh, situation, it's like, it's a constant, um, force, you know, even if it's not a very, very powerful wind, it's just blowing frequently and, you know, it doesn't take much, much air to much wind to move like, um, a grain or two of sand. Right. Um, but the key is that it's, it's, continuous or or maybe not continuous that's not really the right word it is uh over a period of time um so uh where was I going with that wow 
Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. My point is air can influence very, very big change. It can be a very powerful element. Um, or it can be a very gentle, invisible, you know, subtle kind of thing. <clears throat> and this is one of those elements where it can take on kind of any form that you want, you know. Um, but as with all of the elements, there is a a negative side to it. Um, I already said it's capricious uh, and that maybe that's why I struggled to talk about it because I was feeling like a, a lack of control in my life. So I don't want to talk about an element that isn't about control. Because, um, I mean, you know, think about it. You can't really contain air. I mean, you can if you have the right equipment and tanks and things like that. But, you know, for us, you wouldn't have like a box of air. You would just have an empty box, you know. So it's not uh, very easily controlled. You you need to be very um, specific to control it. So um, let's see what else what was I going to say about it. All right. So uh, it is capricious. So uh, that means, you know, that it can change suddenly without warning. Um, things could turn in an unexpected direction. Um, another aspect of air that can get a little bit tricky to handle is um it can uh it can have a tendency to be more about thinking than about doing so um if i was going to use air in a spell maybe i would want to be very, very direct about what I want. I mean, like, I would not, I mean, it would be one of those type of spells where I don't necessarily have some big long chant or something like that. You know, I mean, maybe it's just a matter of like, a, you know, this happens and now it's done, you know, uh, can't really think of a good example. I don't, I can't think of a time I ever actually used air as, uh, as like, a, um, you know, elemental force. I do use air a whole lot in my workings. Um, things like, uh, breath work or, um, activating a spell you know a lot of times I'll blow on it um blow on whatever I've done you know to, to sort of activate it or I'll blow it out you know like the magic I'll blow it out towards what I whatever I want you know to happen um but that's not to me that's not the same thing as like you know evoking the air elemental as a uh, power behind what you're doing. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it can get a little bit trickier. Um, but I think that it is a, still a very 
beneficial, you know, very powerful element. You know, a lot of people say like the air is like the weakest element. And I just don't think that's true. Do you, do you realize air is literally like our whole atmosphere? Air is literally what separates us from like outer space, you know, there's not like some bubble wrap around the planet and, you know, there's like some, you know, non-permeable film between us and space. It's just air, literally, literally just air. And if you think about like shooting stars, you know, a tiny little particle of, of dust really hits our air and burns up in the sky and bright enough that we see a shooting star. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty, that's a pretty powerful thing. Um, I don't understand why people say it's like the weakest element. What the heck? Um, so, you know, a fun kind of, um, thing to do with air. Um, if this is going to sound so, so stupid, I always don't even want to say it. Go outside and try to be like an airbender. See if you can make the wind blow. I swear it can happen. And I know the wind blows all the time, Celeste. This isn't something special, but when you feel it, you'll know. You'll know if it was you or if it was not you. Um, I've done it. Uh, I'm not saying I'm an airbender or, or, you know, something like that. I don't have like some weird arrow on my forehead or whatever. But I am saying that if you connect to it, you um, may be able to really feel... Uh, you may be able to really feel it when it happens. <clears throat> Just something to try. Um, but then as far as like a spell, you know, um, some sort of a real exercise to do with air. Um, cause I do think you should do that, but I, I wouldn't really consider that a real exercise and don't do it on a windy day. That's kind of defeating the purpose. <clears throat> oh, but you know, do be careful because we are still talking about magic. We are still talking about connecting to the universe and um our our powers and things like that and I mean I don't think that you could accidentally stir up a tornado I mean in fact I'm I'm positive you couldn't because science just doesn't work that way uh but you know if it's not happening if you if you try it and you're not feeling you're not feeling it happen, just maybe try again another time. Don't keep, like, trying to force it. Um, I don't know. I just feel like that could that could have some level of, of danger involved. Um, but, uh, oh, sorry. Shoot. Um, okay, so uh, exercises that you may do. Um you may want to uh, look into breath work. That's something I mentioned. Um, I've mentioned it before. I mentioned it a few minutes ago. 
Breath work is when you control your breathing in a such a way that you um, uh, kind of helps you to tap into your magical powers a little bit easier. Um, in some ways, it's you may take a really deep calming breaths to like cleanse your 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 mind and or clear your mind maybe is a better way to say it um to like ground yourself things like that or you may um take short rapid breaths but be careful make sure you're sitting down and and that you aren't in a position where you might fall into anything because essentially you you're gonna lightly hyperventilate yourself and when you do that, uh, some people can pass out. So just be uh, a little careful. Um, but when you when you flood your system with oxygen like that, um, you might uh, start to tingle all over. Um, but for me, my my thoughts get really like super sharp and clear. Um, and I feel like I can connect to the universe, um, a little bit more deeply with that. And there's other types of, um, breath work too. There are loads of them, actually. I don't have a whole lot of information about them all right now. Um, I haven't really worked with it to that degree, but maybe that's something that I'll see if I can, um, bring it into my practice so that I can talk to you guys about it later on. Or maybe one of you have some experience with more um, involved breath work and can talk about it on the Facebook group or even on Twitter. Uh, just know that I'm not going to get those notifications as quickly as I should. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, so look into breath work. Try the deep cleansing, grounding breaths. Try the uh, flooding your system with oxygen kind of breaths. Um, and then uh, <clears throat> really we've done, if you've been following along with all the podcasts since the beginning, if you did the exercises <clears throat> since the beginning, you've done some um air work already um when you did the uh when we did the thing where we pulled all the energy into ourselves and we concentrated it into a ball and then we pushed it out of our palm um you may have used it as the shape of a bird um and then you let the bird fly away to you know you put your your wish into the bird and and you let it fly away um, that is very similar to something that you can do with, um, with air, but instead of just letting it, letting it, you know, fly away, you can put the energy into your palm and then just blow it out, just, you know, and, uh, envision it going towards your target, um, another air exercise that I think I've talked about it before. Um, if you write your, your spell on a piece of paper, 
and fold it up in, in a paper airplane and fly it away from you um, outside, you know, um, and let the wind take it. Um, another uh, possibility that you could use might be to write a spell on a kite. Um, but if you do the, the airplane, try to use some sort of um, environmentally safe uh, paper, rice paper or unbleached paper, something like that. Um, um, I'm trying to think of other things that you can do with air. Oh, you know, um, one of the things that uh, that I've done before, and I think I've mentioned this before too, I've used um, tinctures, so I've put herbs into into vodka and let that steep, and then when it came time to work the spell, I um, I would have some of the vodka, uh, but then at the part of activating the spell, I would take a shot and then blow that sort of the fumes. <laughs> on to whatever I was working. Um, and, you know, again, that's bringing in, um, that's bringing in air, but it's not necessarily bringing in the elemental aspect of air. So, you know, to me, those two things are very, I mean, they're similar, but they're definitely different. Um, so yeah, uh, Try some of those things out. Let me know if you have any kind of success with it. Um, oh, I was trying so hard. I was trying so hard not to yawn again. <laughs> Damn it. Um, anyway, uh, I will quote a very sweet friend of mine. Um, <laughs> when uh, we got off the phone recently, she said, be witchy. So that's what I am saying to you. Uh, be witchy. See you later. Bye.